from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. Gosh, I forget that we do live and video now. So our pre-show dancing is it's seen. Now. It's, everybody can see our little, <laughs> our little shindig. Our, That's not new for video, did. just in case you guys yeah, were wondering. Yeah, no, yeah, that is not new. We've been doing that for <laughs> ever since we started together. Since, yeah, for Goram years now. Mm-hmm. And we all pretty right. much do that on every show. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. all jam <laughs> before it starts. Yeah, no, I mean it's a good way. Like it, it gets the blood flowing. It gets you yeah. kind of in the mood. Ready well, to it's, be it's, excited up on the mic. Yeah. Get all up on when it's mic. nice that's uh, <clears throat> that all of our music is upbeat. Yeah, it gives it a gives you like that preparedness. To yeah, you know, it kind of pushes show. you forward a little bit. You're Heck yes. you get all kind of like woo. Extreme. extreme, extreme, it's so extreme. I should just go to the Blind Ninja Studios page to find this shit. <laughs> like I have this awesome website, and I never, I always forget to use it. <laughs> awesome website. Who created it? Some awesome dude. Uh, somebody who actually hates web development. Yeah, me. Yep. <laughs> Which is why parts of it are kind of broken, and I'm sorry about that. But if you want to do better, I welcome it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, man. I guess what have you been up to be related in the last month? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I mean, you guys should, unless you're new. Uh, I uh, I spent the last month in Europe, so we, we pre-recorded a bunch of shows uh, that went up while I was gone. And yeah, so this is this is actually coming out next week. So this is the yeah. first time we've done an episode that close to the wire in a while. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pretty much all of May is all what we're May. talking about, and uh, every I, little bit of it. Yeah. So I was you were doing lots of beer stuff. Yeah, I, fig- I figured I'd let you go before I monologued. Um, <clears throat> not a whole ton as far as like me. Like I took the opportunity to drink less beer since we weren't doing the show. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That and, makes uh, a lot of sense. It helped with my diet because I lost about 10 pounds nice. in the month because um, I'm on a low-carb diet. So getting rid of the carbs from beer, I cheat on my diet with beer because I'm not going to Because you're not a monster. Give up beer altogether. Yeah. And it still works for me, but the it's just slower, which I accept. Like I just accept that that's going to be a part of it. It's just going to be slower. But for the month, I... I, I drank like a couple of beers throughout the month, but mostly I took the time off to work and focus on that, and it worked. So, and then I knew summer was coming, and summer's a time of beer, of all of like. Well, summer's a time of beer. Winter's a time of beer. Fall's well, a time I, of beer. well, I mean, to like summer, I drink more beer in the summer because I'll go out on the kayak and bring a six pack. Oh yeah, Whereas, that makes like, sense. When I'm sitting at home watching a movie in the winter, I'll sit at home and drink one, like, 8% beer versus, like, six 5% beers. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, That's better. I'll, uh, I drink more beer in the summer, so I just wanted to get that push in. Yep. But, uh, yeah. And I'm yeah. looking forward to all the tasty, like, 
cream ales and English ales and right? stuff that are gonna happen. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, uh, dude. Like every time winter gets over, I'm totally done with like stouts and porters and stuff. Yeah, you're ready for something light, something good, something stout delicious. and portered out. And I'm looking a lot forward <clears throat> to. Is it Bent Paddle or Castle Danger? Maybe somewhere up by Duluth, North Minnesota Brewery, that does a like lime uh, pilsner that's super good that I like a lot. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like summer beers. Summer beers are good. All right. Um, well, I guess I can monologue a little bit. Uh, yeah. Feel free to like interject questions, comments, or whatever. I'll just kind of give a rundown. Uh, I guess the beer side. I did the other. Tried to do. Tried to focus on all the non-beer stuff on Department of Offense this week mm-hmm. because, like, I don't know, everyone is, is kind of sick of hearing me, like, reminisce about beer because <laughs> I've been oh, doing a lot of that. The good days. Well, so went to. I went. Uh, so my my journey started in Ireland, and God damn it, do I love Ireland! What a nice people. <laughs> They're like. It's like Wisconsin, but more open. It's, uh... Really? Yeah, like, the bar culture of Wisconsin with, uh, but, like, everywhere. And I think that's because you can drink on the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess uh, the bar culture in Wisconsin is kind of not like it used to be. Like, I think a lot of people reference it from, like, the 80s and stuff when everyone was just wicked friendly and buying rounds. You don't see that at bars that often anymore. You don't. It depends on the bar, I think. And if you're out, and if you, I don't think it's common. I, I, I think you I do see it, see it. I see it more at breweries. I think. Yeah. Is, well, at breweries for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like breweries are our substitute <clears throat> for pub culture. Is yeah. What I think it is. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the all that culture has kind of moved there. Yeah, and I, I that makes sense because that's about the timeline that it seems everyone's talking about with bars too. Mm-hmm. When craft beer started getting big and more breweries started yeah. coming around, so yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, flew into Dublin, really enjoyed that. Went to Guinness, uh, really interesting tour. It's more like a museum than a brewery tour because well, they don't brew there anymore and whatnot. But you get one of the best views of Dublin from the top of the building. Like you go up and there's this uh, Guinness bar, and it's all like you know glass and case like, and it's Ooh. it towers above everything else in the city. How so tall get, is it? Uh, like six flights of stairs. I don't. <laughs> well, I'm, like, is it like eighteen stories or five? Oh no, it's like it's probably like six stories, five okay. or six stories. Yeah. Like, I'm just looking for a generalization. Yeah, no, I, I was expect like, you I to don't... tell me how many feet tall it's it actually, is. Actually, uh, two hundred forty feet tall. <laughs> Fucking meters, man. What is a meter? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, did that. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, went to the oldest pub in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Brazen Head. <clears throat> Went there for a full English breakfast after I hit Jameson. That's uh, a good idea. Yeah, so I went to Jameson. Uh, so I I went to bed at like 8.30, 10 o'clock, somewhere around there. Uh, like just jet lagged all the hell. I'd been up mm-hmm. for 36 hours straight at that point. That's a lot. Um, with all the travel and whatnot. And so I crashed hard. Woke up at 9 a.m. And I was like, well, what am I going to do for breakfast? Oh, Jameson opens at 10 and it's a 15 minute walk away. <laughs> Perfect. So I went to I went and did the Jameson tour for uh, for breakfast. Uh, so I had a couple of drams of Jameson, and uh, they had, like, and it was I mean it was a fine tour. Like mm-hmm. again, they don't distill uh, at the Bow Street Distillery anymore, 
So it's like, I don't know, it's more museum than anything else. Is like there, the, like, a bunch of old equipment there, at least, still? Yeah, they, they have some equipment, but, like, it's it's kind of like a Disneyland-esque tour. It's oh. really interesting, uh, like, how, how they've done that. Like, a lot of multimedia stuff yeah. and whatnot. Uh, you still get to drink some whiskey, uh, They but and then, like, they did, like, a, a whiskey comparison. So they had an American whiskey, a Scottish whiskey, and uh, Jameson, the American, or the Scottish whiskey was, I want to say it was Johnny... Okay. Um, and then the American whiskey, I don't know why they chose it, but it was, ah, god damn it, it was Jack Daniels. I fucking hate Jack well, Daniels. Well, it's like the most American thing to anyone else, though. Yeah, but it's terrible. It's not like, good, but, like, anyone outside of our country, I have to assume they're like, they assume we drink Budweiser yeah, and Jack like, Daniels. Yeah, but, you could have gotten, like, a Juca. bullet rye or something, you saw bullet everywhere. I yeah, but had that's bullet. not super American to them. That's true. Like... I know. Jack Daniels, it's... Budweiser, and a gun. Like that's they that's what they think our knights are like. Yeah. So uh, then after after that, went and had this amazing full English breakfast and two pints of Guinness because when in Ireland, uh, and <laughs> drink all the Guinness. Oh, and the the Guinness there is fucking delicious. Yeah, you were bragging to me. It's yeah. Uh, well, because they they have like you know they have people go like mystery Guinness shoppers. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so after that, I went to uh, the Teeling Distillery. Uh, which is up the road from there. Uh, the newest distillery in Dublin opened five, six years ago um, and had about eight glasses of whiskey there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I uh, went, and, went, and, went and, like, toured Dublin Castle. That was neat. Uh, went, went to the craft beer bar where I got warned because a beer was over 6%. Watch out. Watch out there. You know, <laughs> be careful, be careful. Uh, met, you know, met some really nice people. And then... Uh, wound down with uh, with pints at the Brazen Head starting at about 6 o'clock to about 1 a.m. Met wow. some fine Irish so you, people. you and... ended the night pretty much totally sober. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I ended the night, like, destroying a kebab on my uh, hotel room floor. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't jambalaya. I did not jambalaya. So at least you got I that. I kebobbed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that was that was Ireland. Uh, then we went from Ireland, we went over to England, uh, and I'll say this about England: the pubs are fucking amazing. All the beers are under five percent. Uh, Super cool. I'll drink real ale for the rest of my life if I could. Went to a real ale uh, beer festival in Cambridge. It was the big camera beer festival. They do like two so a year. What's real ale? Like, what's uh, that about? Basically, it's uh, base. Uh, it's ferment or it's carbonated in the cask. And then, you know, served oh, like gotcha. a beer engine gotcha. or whatever. Yeah. They call it real ale. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I've heard of it now that you mention it. Yeah. I knew I'd heard the words. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. Uh, well, and it was good you know, good for my, good for me to explain it to the listeners, too. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, so the beer festivals over there were really interesting. So you know how here you get the cup and you mm-hmm. go around the circle of the cattle call and get all the beers? Oh, sure. And you get your ticket. And you get your ticket. So here, you pay for your pint. Like, they give you a full pint glass. And it's it has lines on it that says third, half, and full. And so you go and you take your pint glass up to any one of the two hundred casks that are in the room, <laughs> and you give them money and they give you beer. So you pay per pour, which is really that's interesting. A, well, that's a that's a nice system. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> the pours are super cheap. Like, you know, I it was I was think I was paying you know like. A pound twenty for a half pint or something like. Oh dang! Yeah. 
So you don't have to buy like a $5 ticket and then get four ounces of beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nice. I know. It was really nice. Like, yeah, it was it was cool. Like, I could get half pints. I could get full pints for like three pound. Nice. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but went to Belgium because, well, I was doing a beer tour. You can't go to do a beer tour without going to Belgium. Well, you gotta. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a fan of beer, go there. Uh, all the bars are beer bars that might have other alcohol. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and the beer is phenomenal. Uh, if you like sours, go. If you like Belgian styles, go. If you don't like Belgian styles, go and I guarantee you'll find something. My brother, like, he's a big wine guy. Not the biggest fan of Belgian beers. Fell in love with the fruit beers. Yeah. He was drinking fruit beers everywhere. <laughs> and there's some really cool... Uh, they're not really pubs in Belgium. They're more bars. Like, yep. Yeah, there's some really cool bars. Uh, we went to Brussels and Bruges. Bruges is like, it's like drinking in a medieval city. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason that I go to Renfest. Right. Uh, and then uh, finally, I ended my trip in Scotland. Uh, we went to Edinburgh and we went up to the Carngore Mountains, uh, kind of like... Uh, North Highlands by Loch Ness and Inverness. Uh, we stayed in this town called uh, uh, Aviemore or Aviemore. I never really figured out how it was said. You can't understand a Scottish person when you talk. Uh, but uh, my favorite night there was the first night we were in Edinburgh. Uh, we went to, uh, it was like 11 o'clock. My parents are exhausted. We've been walking and drinking all day long. And, you know, like, uh, we went and ate pies and haggis and, you know, doing all the things and seeing all the sights and we walk into this. We walk into this uh, pub, and it's about the size of the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, there's so huge. Oh, I did absolutely, huge. <laughs> absolutely huge. And so there's like bench seats along the wall with you know like these these little like basically like two by fours, two by four tables, big okay. enough to like put a put a couple of pints on, and that's it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's like some standing tables that are about the same, and the place is pretty packed. And we were able to like you know kind of slide in and get a get a nice seat. And there's a guy sitting in the corner uh, just playing his guitar and, like, singing out into the room, you know, no, like, just purely acoustic and... that No mic or anything? Yeah, yeah. just, it was it was amazing. And then, like, you know, singing, like, traditional Scottish songs, singing some Johnny Cash for some reason. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he sang a few bars of Sweet Home Alabama when he realized we were Americans. Uh... <laughs> And like then like he opened it up to to the room and like other people came up and play. it was it was a really like amazing really cool pub experience. That sounds awesome. It was it, I would like, go there it was like sure. goose bumpy and we were drinking uh, you know Scott or you know Scotch ale uh, that mm-hmm. was the, you know that, that they were pouring off the the out of the cask and nice. it was it was like the quintessential Scottish experience. I just I gotta go. Yeah, dude, you gotta go. <laughs> I wanted so badly to make to be able to make this trip, but I just couldn't do it with yeah. the finances. But yeah, all right. Um, and then uh, yeah, so now I'm back. But we and we're 20 minutes in. This is gonna be a little bit of a longer episode because we do have one more uh, piece of business that we have to talk to talk about before we can start talking about beer. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Rick, you want to take this one away? I mean, we teased it a little bit last episode. Yeah, but... I guess. Um, I'll be once we're done with the 80 style challenge. I will be. Departing from Department of Offense as the co-host, uh, Homebound, or yeah, Homebound. Um, 
and really all the shows as like a main like attender um so i'll be i'm moving across the state which is the reason for that so i'll be about five hours away so driving in every week yep. so we will not see rick anymore he's he's gonna die i will he's gone die. yeah forever but uh so yeah there's some stuff in the works yeah so to uh to yeah so we're gonna so this is kind of how it's gonna be work it, it is a super big bummer i'm really not i'm bummed about it too yeah. it's actually and i told you it was actually one of the biggest things that i was sad about with moving was leaving the podcasts and everything yep um, so I'll still be on as like occasional, uh, what is it like cast, not staff. Yeah. Yep. Cast, not something staff, like yeah. that. So I'll still be doing that. I'll still be back here cause my family's from here. So yeah. I'll still be around sometimes and popping in on shows, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see him around. Uh, and when he's around, we'll try to nail him down for some hover bound so we don't lose him completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's like this, I'm not sure if it's me. Or the show, <laughs> like co-hosts keep leaving me. Uh, but we are going to record the rest of at least the recipe shows of the eighty style challenge. Um, we're uh, so we have six weeks before Rick leaves, so we're going to try to get the the last what was it fifteen shows? Yeah, something like that. Fifteen shows knocked out, um, including this one in those six weeks. So you're going to have a few cash shows. Uh, we yep. might. <coughs> Oh, sorry, I got the. What'd you call it? The oh, he's got English Ebola or Scottish yeah, Ebola. Actually. Scottish Ebola. Um, but uh, we're, we might uh, break it up just a little bit with uh, with some other shows, just so it's not all pre-generated content for you guys, so we can get some more up-to-date stuff. Yeah. Um, and as far as after the eighty style challenge, um, we are bringing in uh, like we're working on a few di- other co-hosts. Uh, but it looks like uh, our friend Brian, uh, who is the head brewer at Hop and Barrel in Hudson, will be joining the show as uh, the as my new co-host. Yeah. Um, and I know Mike O'Hara has uh, wanted to be doing some more shows, so hopefully we'll be able to get some pro stuff in here and maybe some information on that <laughs> that side of things. Yeah, there. I mean, with the with those folks involved, they're both people who uh, Brian's a part owner, isn't he? Yep. Um, who, like, Brian owns, Mike owns, like, these are guys that own breweries. So you're looking at a little bit more of, uh, it, like, they, they both started homebrewing. So. Brian did not. Brian didn't start homebrewing? Mm-hmm. Well, you're looking at people that, like Mike and stuff, yep. who started homebrewing. And so they can lend a little bit more professional knowledge to a homebrewing show yeah which oh, yeah. seems and really cool. we'll be able to dive into some more science stuff yeah. and it'll be one of those things where i'm really excited because i mean no offense but <laughs> i'll be able to learn a little bit more from them i think oh yeah than... i can't teach you much <laughs> but yeah so it is it is a bittersweet ending yeah uh, but yeah, you guys don't have to worry about that for another fourteen shows. So you still get Rick's delightful voice for a while. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and then I'll be I'll be popping back around on occasion. Yeah, and so. hopefully a few weeks my uh, my my Scottish Ebola will be gone. And hopefully, so yeah. I'll have a high end range again. <laughs> I was I was listening to myself and I'm like, man, where did all my highs and mids go? Like, 
All right. Uh, so why don't we actually talk about beer uh, Let's do for the first time in 20 minutes? We can do that. All right. Uh, so today we're going to be diving into our California Common style, our ESC California Common. Um, so this is a beer that we brewed because, yep, that's how that works. All right. Um, I am going to read off the recipe because that seems important. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to remember how we do this. It's been a while. All right. Yeah. So uh, this beer was eight pounds of pale ale malt. Um, one pound of uh, Caramel 40 and one pound of Victory. Uh, and then we used Northern Brewer Hops at 60 and 30 minutes. Um, we used 0.75 ounces at 60 and half an ounce at 30. Uh, OG on this was 10.51. Uh, and so it came in at about 4.5%. Uh, finished out to about uh, 10.15. I like that. I like that. We're going right. back with so that. So what we're looking for here the low is... Alcohol beer. California, <clears throat> California style 19B. We're looking for a lightly fruity beer with firm, grainy maltiness, interesting, toasty, and caramel flavors, showcasing rustic, traditional American hop characteristics. Very nice. Ah. Aroma. Aroma. Typically showcases rustic, traditional American hops. Often with woody, rustic, or minty qualities. In moderate to high strength. Light, fruitiness, acceptable. Low to malt caramel and or toasty malt aromatics support the hops. Alright, so I get um, like a like a woody, yeah, uh, definitely earthy woody. floralness, like... Yeah, woody and earthy. Uh, and there's just like a like a hint of like a fruit. Um, oh, it's yeah. not like a specific fruit. It's just kind of fruity, like fruity pebbles. Yeah, fruitish, fruit fruit like, if you will. I well, I don't think it's fruity pebbles. It smells almost like like a like a natural fruit leather. Oh, there you go. That's it. Like yeah. it doesn't doesn't smell like sugary and fruity. It smells like fruit leather. It's just yeah. Like it might be a couple I, I just, well yeah so fruity pebbles for me was just like generic fruit a, a conglomerate yes yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah right, no I'm that makes get, sense I just think the fruit thumb, uh, thumbs up on the aroma I think that hits it thumbs up for sure all right uh, appearance medium amber to light copper color generally clear moderate off white head with good retention we it's, poured ours twenty minutes ago it's wicked but, clear oh it's so clear dude. <laughs> it's, this is one of the clearest brews we've we ever did, brewed. We did good on the clarity on this one. Yeah, Color-wise, that's spot on. I'd say that's medium or light copper. Yeah, I think it's light that's copper. light copper. Um, yeah, our head did stick around a while, but we were drinking it, and that was 20 minutes ago. So that's yeah. what we should. We need to stop doing that. Yeah, we had, we had good head on it, though. Um, yeah, so that appearance is a thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up. All right, and the important one. Flavor. Moderately malty with pronounced hot bitterness. The malt character is usually toasty, not roasted, and caramelly. Low to moderately high hop flavor, usually showing rustic, traditional American hop qualities. Often woody, rustic, minty. Fuck, rustic? Like... Well, I mean, this is the beer that you build when you make a log, log cabin. Like, when you're building a log cabin, this one just appears. Yeah. That's like, true. Holy shit, where did that come from? So rustic. Rustic and I just don't know exactly what, what a what a rust 
we talked about this when we were making the recipe. I think we did. What the rustic flavor is. Yeah, and I don't get any minty, which I'm very thankful for. I am too. That seems bad. Uh, so finish is fairly dry and crisp with a lingering hot bitterness and a firm grainy malt flavor. Light fruity esters are acceptable, but otherwise clean. So I get, um, like, it's like a, like a, like, uh, like I get, I get caramel, uh, second and there's uh there's a graininess up front, but it's not, it's, it's almost like, uh, like a light toast. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you just, I, like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like the right food to put on it. Uh, cause it, I mean, there's a light toasty character there, but it's not quite like crunchy toast. Like right on the front? Yeah. And then it's followed up by a caramel sweetness. Yeah, I get that. Not sure exactly what to say about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's something toasty up front and then a light caramel sweetness afterwards. I think um, toasty's close enough. It's not, ex- it's not like crispy toast, but maybe like some bread that wasn't toasted. Like it's just t- put in the toaster... But then it pops up and it's still like oh, and like it's color. it's barely toasted, like it's yeah. it's just kind of dried out a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I can see like that. Warmed like warmed up. Yeah, but like a like a, like a whole grain bread. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not white bread. Yep. Yeah. yeah, not Wonder Bread. No, like a warmed up whole grain bread, maybe. Yeah. Or like like a nice whole grain bun or something. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that that I can that I can go with. Um. Yeah, with like a butter with like a caramel spread on it. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, uh, yeah. Uh, hopwise. It's pronounced. It's there, but it's not um, overpowering. Yeah. I would like it's it's in there. It's supposed to have pronounced. It's, it's the beginning bitterness. and the end of the beer. Yeah. It's supposed to have pronounced or, bitterness, and I would say end. it's pronounced. It's not like dominant or like excessive. No, and it doesn't linger too long. No. It, like it, it clears. I out. mean, yeah, it, it lingers, but it it clears up fast enough where I'm like, oh, well, I could go for another, another, another drink right away. That yeah. sounds good. Sounds yeah. pretty good. It's definitely pleasing. Uh, I don't pick up a whole lot of fruit, but I think I get a little whiff in there. Yeah, no, the the fruitiness is good. Uh, it's very light. Um, in with the caramel flavor, I get like a little. Mm-hmm. Again, like that. Yeah, fruit it's not leather. overly estery, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, yeah it's not at all. Um, I think that this one hits the flavor for I sure. I, th- I like agree. we've got all the points. All right, uh, mouthfeel: medium bodied, uh, medium to medium high carbonation. Yes. Yep. Just yes. That's I, a thumbs. I, we up. don't need to <laughs> discuss that a lot more. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, that's that is pretty much what it is. All right, so we got a, another uh, another one under the, the bag. All right. Uh, so what are we talking about next, man? I really like this. The Cal Common. Oh, it's very I like good. This lot. I'm very happy with how this beer turned out. And our commercial example was. Uh, it was Anchor, Anchor right? Steam. Yeah, yeah, Anchor Steam. Yeah, which is the Steam beer. Yeah. So, I'm happy with the. the this doesn't taste exactly like Anchor Steam. No, I think this tastes better. But I like it. Uh, I agree. I I like it better. Definitely good. <clears throat> Anchor Steam's a lot fruitier. Yeah. Yeah, I like the simplicity of this one. I mean... What's the ABV on that one there? ABV on this? Yeah, that determines, that determines whether I have a full one or a half. Uh... 
it, it's always a challenge figuring out where they hide it and if they even put it on there. I don't see it. Uh, Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale, correct? Yep. <clears throat> All right. Your advocate will tell me. Yeah. 5%. Oh, yeah. I can have a bit of that. Yeah, we're good. Um... But yeah, I like the simplicity of our you know, Calcon. I don't think I had a single brown ale while I was in England. No? Yeah. What'd you do? Just all bitters and stuff? Oh, I did so many bitters. A couple of American uh, pale ales, because I was curious. Yep. To see what a, what a 4% American pale ale was. Yeah. It was good. Uh, had a uh, had a 4.5% American oh. IPA. <clears throat> getting high. That was a pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh it was from I wanna say it was from Green King Brewing. It was uh something borrowed, something brewed. Uh it was an ale that they made for the wedding. Nice. <laughs> so the it's American because it's borrowed from here. Well, it's, it's American brewed. because because uh, Meghan Markle is an American. Yeah. So that's why well, they made but, it an American one and then they named it well But it's I, borrowed from us. Too. Yeah, well, Which, I, I think yeah, I think they were more going with the uh, with the pun of the name. Well, no, I I know that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, but also, yeah, like it works on multiple levels. There's too many levels. It's <laughs> too many levels for the English. They don't have that many levels. I don't know. I just thought maybe that's what it was. I it, you could be right. You're probably right. <laughs> I'm just saying that the English don't have that many levels. Well, you're probably right. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> nah, they'll have a stick up their ass. Except for that they're really into people getting married all the time. No, actually, uh, they were fucking pissed about the thing because they didn't get a holiday for it. Because <laughs> they, the, they had the wedding on a fucking Saturday. <laughs> so everyone I talked to was like, why couldn't they get married in the middle of the week? So they would get a holiday for it? Yeah. If it was? Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. They're all, they all love the weddings. What? It's just like... <laughs> I'm just saying, probably yeah. if, like, Trump's daughter got married, no one would get off work. No, no. But that's because we're Americans and we never get off work. That's true. Yeah. We're, and they're English and they have, like, two bank holidays a month. <laughs> like, for the banks are like, oh, yeah, it's holiday now. Everyone to stop working. Uh, yeah, no, I always forget yeah. how other countries aren't completely dedicated to working <laughs> to and their not jobs. doing anything yeah. else. And that's so nice. I wish we did that. It's yeah. I'm a little jealous about that whole situation. Yep. But yeah, not a whole lot we can do about it, <clears throat> except you know take month long vacations or overthrow the government. Nah, well, that one sounds <laughs> like I, I'll 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 stick with mine. <laughs> I just like the dead silence pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Overall impression here. Uh, we're looking for a multi brown. Uh, caramel-centric British ale without the roasted flavors of a porter. All right. All right, all right. Aroma. Light, sweet malt aroma with toffee, nutty, or light chocolate notes and a light to heavy caramel quality. A light but appealing floral or earthy hop or aroma may also be noticed. A light, fruity aroma may be evident but should not dominate. I get nutty toffee. Aroma. Get out of here. Um, a little earthy hops. Toffee. Maybe some toffee. dark fruit. Toffee and earth. 
And, yep, a little light fruitiness. I get toffee and earthy. You don't get any nutty? I think that might be part of my earthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it is. All right. All right. Um, up here, I don't know. Oh. I just describe it yeah. differently, probably. But Well, and that's, that's the beautiful thing. We all have different words for the things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think there's some nuttiness in there, too. But it, it kind of melds with the earthiness. Yeah. All right, appearance, uh, dark amber to reddish-brown color, clear, low to moderate off-white uh, to light tan head. Holding it up, it is a amber. It is... Dark reddish-brown. Yeah, I'd say yeah. dark reddish-brown. It matches that side of the things. Um, it has that that has that nice head mm-hmm. um, that, you know, keeps coming back, going away, coming back when I agitate the glass a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good lacing. Clear. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> I survived the trip across the pond. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Did you pick this up over there? No, I didn't bring any beer back. Oh, okay. I'd... Because I didn't want to deal with customs. Yeah, that makes sense. And actually, so the bullshit part is, had I brought beer back, I wouldn't have been able to bring it anyway. It would have gotten stuck in Chicago. Because when I when I went through cl- customs, their tram was broken so I had to take the shuttle to the next terminal, and that brought me out of security, so I had to go through security again. <laughs> so it's good that you didn't bring it. Yeah, otherwise I'd have to check a bag from Chicago to Minneapolis. <laughs> just anger. Oh, I, I should have said screw it and took the train at that point. Or I would have just said fuck it and sat in the security line and drank all of the beers. I'll show you. Just staring down the TSA <laughs> as you're drinking in the airport. Just downing bottles of Cantillon. <laughs> uh, no, uh, anyway, so let's talk about flavor on this. Flavor, yes. Uh, gentle to moderate malt sweetness with a light to heavy caramel character and a medium to dry finish. Malt may also have a nutty, toasted, biscuity, toffee, or light chocolate flavor. Medium to medium low bitterness. Malt hop balance ranges from even to malt focused. Hop flavor low to none. Floral or earthy qualities. Low to moderate fruity esters can be present. It sounds like it's basically just a nice, like, sweeter ale. Don't go too crazy with it. Keep everything in line. Yeah, yeah, it should be a gentle beer, sounds like. Yeah, and this is. Like, it's a little sweet, a little caramel, um... A lot of, like, toasted and biscuit characters. Yeah. I definitely get, like, a lot of biscuity toasty. Mm-hmm. Bitterness is, is very low. Like, yeah. I mean... <clears throat> a lot of that, uh... You don't need a lot of the bitterness because of the, the, the like, toasty flavors. Yep. Like, moderate the sweetness. What, and I think, I think uh, what, what bitterness is there helps bring some of that toast up. Yeah, I think it does, too. It enhances it more than anything. This beer is like having a piece of toast. This beer is very good. This beer makes me miss last week. <laughs> this beer is good. I like it. All right. Uh, mouthfeel medium light to medium body, medium to medium <clears throat> high carbonation. Yeah, this beer hits that. Uh, I will say, I will say the medium to medium high carbonation is only true... If you're drinking this beer out of a bottle. Sure. If you're doing it out of, like, a keg or a cask, I would say I'd go lower on the carbonation. 
because mm-hmm. that's just how they do everything over there is low carb. Yeah, that makes sense. Comments. A wide-ranging category with different interpretations possible, ranging from lighter colored to hoppy to deeper, uh, darker, and caramel focused. However, none of the versions have strongly roasted flavors. A strong double brown ale was more popular in the past, but is very hard to find now. While London brown ales are marketed using the name brown ale, we list those as a different judging style due to the significant difference in balance, especially sweetness and alcohol strength. Wait, we don't have a London brown ale as a style. Does that mean British brown, brown ale is the style? I would assume. And then there's brown ale? I, I guess. Or they're just wrong. Oh, no. Historical beer, London Brown Ale. We just haven't gotten to it yet. There you go. Um, That doesn't mean they aren't in the same family. So there's that. Okay. I was like, we haven't hit that one yet. We only have 15 episodes left. (laughs) What did we miss? (laughs) Is it really the 81 style challenge? No. 81 style. Fuck! Because we forgot about London. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not. It was on fire today. London was? Yeah, my parents are there. And uh, apparently a hotel burst into flames. Oh, dang. And, like, you could see the smoke all throughout London. That sounds like fun, I guess. Well, and it's like the uh, the anniversary of the of the building or of the apartment complex that went up in flames last year and killed, like, 21 people. Oh, well, hopefully no one died in this one. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but if they did, they're tourists, so fuck them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, history. It's history time. Yep. Uh, brown ale has a long history in Great Britain, although several different types of products use the name at various times. Modern brown ale is a 20th century creation as a bottled product. It is not the same as historical products of the same name. A wide range of gravities were brewed, but modern brown ales are generally of the stronger, by current UK standards, interpretation. This <coughs> this style is based on the modern, stronger British brown ales, not historical versions, or the sweeter London brown ale, predominantly, but not exclusively, a bottled product currently. Nice. That explains why I haven't had, didn't <clears throat> have any. Yeah. Uh, characteristic ingredients, British mild ale or pale ale malt base with caramel malts. May also have a small amount. Oh, there's not an A. May also have small amounts, darker malts. To, of, they meant. May, that, this sentence is blowing my mind right now. Which sentence? So, may also have small amounts of darker malts. Oh yeah, they missed the of. Such as chocolate. Yeah, they did. Yep. To provide color and the nutty character, English hop varieties are most authentic. So we want some British mild or pale ale malt and caramel. And... Ooh, we need some nutty character from a darker malt. And then English hop varieties. I get a Maris Otter on this can one. Can do. We can do English hops for sure. Uh, oh, a uh, fun little treat for uh, those patrons who are watching live or, or looking at the stream later on. Uh, we have Beersmith up on the live stream so you guys can watch us create the recipe. 
It's updated. More stuff. More stuff. We got all the technology. So yeah, you can go look at the stream and watch the recipe go in and see exactly what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, caramel malt. <clears throat> and that comes along with the fact that they, can it, can they get that on Beersmith or just Brew Toad? Hmm. That like the recipe once we make it. Oh, uh, Brew Toad. Yeah, Brutoed and on beer, are on Beersmith. Yeah, so you guys can get it in both places. Yep. Nice. It's pretty dope. It is pretty dope. Yeah. So we're going with some Maris Otter. Uh, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. Uh, you want to hit the style comparison? Absolutely. Or did you do that? Yeah, you did not do that. Already. All right. Style comparison. More multi balance than British bitters, with more malt flavors from darker grains, stronger than a dark mild. Less roast than an English porter, stronger and much less sweet than a London brown ale. So that's that pesky little fellow who's got his own style in the historic beers because London likes sweetness. Because it's so sweet. Vital statistics. statistics. I've used 20 to 30. SRM, 12 to 22, looking at an OG range of 1040 to 1052. Oh, man, nice and low. I like this stuff. Yeah. Final gravity, 1008 to 1013, and an ABV from 4.2 to 5.4. So just like uh, all the beers that Casey's been drinking this last month, uh, down in that 4 to low 5 range, which I agree is... Is a real nice. It's where place things should to be. Place for beer to be. I'm not uh, not dogging the higher beers. I'd have a cellar and enjoy those. But yeah, but for everyday drinkers, for what yeah, for what I'm gonna drink every day, I don't want six. I don't want seven. I don't want five and a half. I mean that's fine, but I'd prefer four and a half. Mm. So let's, let's look at ditch. some oh, commercial yeah, so, examples. Okay. We got the Maxim, Double Maxim. A little confusing there. Newcastle Brown Ale. The Rigwelter Yorkshire Ale. Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale, which is the one that we I love have it when here. we can find the style. It is. And their label is very, like, classic. Like, very vintage looking. Um, but, uh, yeah, Samuel Smith's Nut Brown is uh, the one that we're trying out. And Witchwood Hobgoblin. Yeah, yes, yeah, I drank a lot it. of Hobgoblin over there. I like that beer. Hobgoblin's good. I'm not sure I've had it. Um, I, I was I, I was trying to find it because it has a cool label and it's a pretty good beer. I don't think I've had it. So there was a corner store. Uh, like, I walked out of my brother's backyard. Um, like, uh, or sorry, back garden. And <laughs> they brought, not call it a yard. No, they call it it's, it's the back garden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I walk out of his back garden and literally like 50 feet away is the corner store, like across the park, like 50 feet across the car parking lot. There's the, there's the 24 hour, like Mart. Nice. And so, you know, great place to buy beer. Um, so I drank a lot of old speckled hen from there. Uh, drank a lot of hobgoblin, drank a lot of, uh, it was like Timothy Smith's, uh, hmm. pale ale. Had a Sounds widget tight. in it. Yeah, it was. Like, I go over there, get a bacon sandwich and a and a four pack of beer. Like, <laughs> call that breakfast. Except you can't buy beer before ten a.m. 
Found that out the hard way on a Sunday morning. I was just about to ask you, like the hours on beer. Over yeah, there. it was 10 a.m. was the was was the was the start time. Don't know when the end time was. Never hit that one. But <laughs> the uh, the the start time, yeah, was was 10 a.m. Uh, found that out. Uh, we. My, my brother and I, we woke up on a Sunday morning after getting back from London. We're like, well, you know, we just kind of want to like fry up just a bunch of bacon and eggs and have some beers. And so uh, we went over and like, I, I, I'm like, all right. He's like, I'll get the bacon and eggs. You get the beers. We break. And yep. so, you know, I have like armfuls of beer. And I'm coming up here and she's like, you can't have any of that until 10 a.m. <laughs> like, it's like 730. And we're like, but. But, so, I mean, we had to make screwdrivers instead. Dang. It's not what we wanted, okay? It makes sense. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know why you can't buy beer all night somewhere. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't divert any suspicious things. No, I mean, it's like, it's either I have to think ahead. Right. Which is what I think they're trying to make me do. Man, I'm tr- I'm struggling on hops on this one, dude. Um, yep. I, I'm like, I want to use like Foggle or EKG, but at the same time, like, we should use something different. Maybe play around a little bit. I think we should play around a little bit. What? I, what about, have we used Brewer's Gold? I don't, it doesn't sound familiar as uh, far fruity as Fruity or spicy, usage. that's not what we want. No. Um, mild fruity, no. We want something earthy. Let me help do a little research. Mm. There's Columbia that's close to Fuggle. God, EKG is so good. British, brown, and British. Fuggle is also really good. I like Fuggle. I like Fuggle. If I had to brew one type of beer with one type of hop... For the rest of my life, it'd probably be an, a bitter with either Fuggle or EKG. Yeah. And that's the only thing I can drink. I'd probably be fine with that. Not going to lie. Probably wouldn't be too bad. It wouldn't be a bad life. No, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad about it. We'd use <laughs> Progress again. That was good. Yeah, Progress was nice. Yeah, like EKG, Fuggles, the top ones that I'm finding. Magnum. Just you do Target. I don't think we've used Target yet. I don't think we've. Uh, I don't think we've used Target either. Oh yeah, no, we did. We did, or at least we have it in a beer that we haven't brewed yet. So just yeah, it some. sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, let's do progress. I'm good with progress. Um, we thinking single hop edition or two? Why don't we just do one? Keep it nice and simple. Thing in a 60 minute. Yeah, it'll help keep our, like, we're not going for any hot flavor. Yep. 25 and IBUs or 22 IBUs sound good? <clears throat> uh huh. Let me scroll down here and make sure. I think that's correct. All right. I got some numbers for you. I got a recipe. IBUs for you. 20 to 30. So. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. I have six pounds of Maris Otter, one pound of uh, C40, one pound of UK Victory. Four ounces of UK chocolate, and then an, <laughs> an ounce of progress at 60 minutes. So that will give us an OG of 1044. Nice. Um, with 
uh, bitterness of 22 and a half IBUs. I need to add yeast yet. How did I forget yeast? <laughs> I'm going to use London Ale. Well, that's, I was just going to say, just that's easy. London Ale. Yep. All right. Whew, everything's happy now. Perfect. We're going to be okay. I see all those thing, those dots in the green, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, you can see the dots in the green. We got some weird artifacts. I got to figure that bit out yet, but so far, so good with this whole thing. Yeah. I I ordered a, uh, like, a USB uh, Ethernet thing that should help me get a better direct connection. Nice. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and lock this in. Press OK. So what did you end up... What what was the estimated final gravity in APV? Uh, estimated final gravity is... Uh, 10.09. Nice. That's within their range. Yep. Um, which would give us an estimated ABV of 4.5%. I like it. She's a beaut. 4.2 to 5.4 is our range, so that's perfect, and I like it under 5. Alright. Well, man, I think if I, if, if my notes are correct, and my craziness is correct, I believe that brings us to... This. The end of this show. That's it. All right, yep. guys. Um, so, man, uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios. Become a patron today. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnessstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or to have you go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. Or you follow us on Twitter at Blender underscore Ninja. You can also see us live every Sunday and Monday on Twitch with the Department of Defense and the Legends of Lothos, respectively. All right, if you guys are listening live, uh, stick around because we are recording another one of these things right after this, uh, after a short break. So, if you want to get in on that action, uh, make sure you guys become patrons, and then you'll get notified every time we go live. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!